ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. Put those earbuds in, turn up the volume, because it's the time for another edition of Double Take Sports Talk with the Watch Brothers right now. All right, let's go. Okay. I have to kind of take a. Let's see. Like a. Wusa type of, type of thing. Because. We get ready to talk about. Gets. A little frustrating with me because of how the events turned out. Mm. So we're talking about the NFL running backs. Okay. Now a lot of these NFL running backs has been holding out for one reason and one reason only. And that is because of money. Now, rightfully so. Rightfully so. You have offensive linemen getting paid. You have linebackers getting paid. You have wide receivers getting the bag. And you have quarterbacks getting the bag. So all in to say that almost all of the positions positions in the NFL are getting paid. So we're going to focus on the running backs and to why this almost the majority of the running backs are holding out or requesting trades. So I think then this might answer your question. I'm going to ask you first. And see if this confirms the answer. Was it Austin Eckler? I think so. I believe so. <laughs> it might have been Austin Eckler because I think I'm talking about because we were talking about it earlier that we couldn't figure out why. No, we did. It, it wasn't even that. It was who was it that actually decided to hold out. Of of their uh, contract to get paid, and we couldn't figure it out. Dude, you thought it was Derrick Henry. I did. I thought it was Derrick Henry. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. You thought it was Derrick Henry. Now it could have been Austin Austin Eckler. Very well. I'm sick of this dog. So. So not to mentioning, he's not the only one, though, you know, in this in particular point. Saquon Barkley was one of them, but then he ended up getting a new contract Ouch. for a year. That's who it was. It was Saquon Barkley. That's Saquon Barkley? Yes. Okay. It was Saquon Barkley. Okay. That's okay. who it was. Okay. Yeah. So, Austin Eckler, he was asked to be traded because he wasn't getting paid. And then... Saquon Barkley held out, but he ended up getting that contract. Mm -hmm. And then Josh Jacobs ended up getting, uh, hold it out because he wanted to get the bag too. Mm -hmm. And then there are a few more running backs. 
that actually um decided to hold out until they reached uh either a, a longer deal with bigger money so why is it that the running backs are holding out this is my utmost honest opinion this is not a you know fact this is not anything this is my reasoning to why I believe that the NFL, uh, that the running backs are, you know, not getting the bag. Some of them are, some aren't. But recently here, most of them hasn't. And the reason that is because it seems like they are in a lose-to-lose situation. So what happens is, is that if a running back gets, oh, let's see, back-to-back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, Guess what the coaches? Oh, we're running them too much. So now we have to kind of calm that down. Then they actually put that into play, and now all of a sudden they suck. To as if they were actually not getting 1,000 yards rushing, they want to release them. So it's more and more of a lose-lose situation to the fact that they could work their ass off mm-hmm. but nothing to show for it right and then when they actually do do not get 1000 yards rushing mm-hmm. they still have nothing to show for it nothing and then and eventually either like okay I want more money I feel like I have I've ran for 1000 yards since I've been on the team I feel like I deserve to get paid no you don't you didn't get it this year. What difference do it make? And this is the problems that we're having with in this situation when it comes down to running backs. And even if even if a running back didn't do back-to-back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, it's more the fact that Jess was failing. Your offensive lineman. Your offensive lineman chooses to fail your running backs when you don't have good run protection. You have good passing passing protection at times, but you do not have good run protection. So if you're not having good run protection, like the Indianapolis Colts, this this past season, then they're bound to fail. To whereas the year before last, Jonathan Taylor was running them up. No good offensive lineman or not. Putting a hurting. He was putting a hurting on defenses without no offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. I mean, offensive linemen. Yep. He was killing them. Either way, if the offensive line chose to protect him, he was killing them. If they wasn't going to protect him, he was killing them. He was tearing them up. Hurt. He was putting a hurting on them. Josh Jacobs, another example. Mm-hmm. Had him on our fantasy team. Killing them. Now, there were times that we, yes, the times we was actually getting rid of him, bringing him back, getting rid of him, bringing him back, yeah. he's still actually ending up doing good for us, yeah. right? Right. He ended up doing good for us. And then when that happened, they felt like he don't deserve to get paid. Okay. He may not have led y'all to the playoffs, but he could be bound to do it. Mm-hmm. If just the a little bit more investments, you know. 
And this is why the NFL, and that's why Austin Eckler had actually held a Zoom meeting to figure out with to all the other NFL running backs to figure out what to do in this situation. Now, I don't know how it came out because none of the details came out at all. It is known that Austin Eckler had ran that meeting. Excuse me. So now with most of the running backs kind of like not necessarily turning against the team, but they're kind of like really being spoken to, you know, hey, we need to get paid. We deserve to get paid and all of this. Now it's really gashing a big hole. And Jim Irsay really put the hurting on the comments when he uh, when Jonathan Taylor made a comment about all of the uh, I think it was mainly it was Josh Jacobs and another running back that was not getting paid. And when Jonathan Taylor made this comment, I forgot what he said. And then Jim Irsay was pretty much, in my words, saying tough shit, brother. You just got to play. That's pretty much the term. And Jonathan Taylor didn't like it. So that's why he's requesting the trade. And Jim Mercer don't want to trade him. I say toxic, but what's your thoughts? I say toxic too, but I'm also going to say this. When you have this type of situation with uh, running backs in the NFL, you, you look at majority of them, you can look at them and the majority of them are black. So yeah, they're going to hold them. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. The best way that they can. Mm-hmm. And they really, they you gave out some great examples on, you know, the, the, some of the best running backs from last season that mm-hmm. kind of stepped in and really made an effort to be able to, to do something for the, to contribute to the team to be able to do better and they're just being held out for yeah. you know no apparent reason and, and right that that's beyond frustrating when, when that happens and when you have this you know situation you always got to ask what, what do you do you know, what do you do? Do you go to a team that's going to actually appreciate you? Or are you going to continue to stay on a toxic team? Uh, hence, Jim Mercedes, Indianapolis Colts. You're going to stay <laughs> on a toxic team and have to deal with that because he, he's about to agree to hit his last year of his contract, and there's really been no contract extension talks. And he's one of the better running backs that we've had since um, Eric Dickerson and uh, Marshall Falk and Andrew James. Yeah. You know, and, and that just no bugs me that, you know, this talent that you have, you treat them like shit. You treat them like shit. For what? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, you you, you drafted a good player, and then look what happens. Mm-hmm. You treat them like shit. If anybody got to go, like you said, the last few seasons, if anybody got to go, is Jim Irsay. He got to go. Yeah, I've been saying that since Dungeon retired. Yeah, you've been yeah since Dungeon retired. I've been saying that for the longest. I, I have just now just started to say that. Yeah, he's look like he's being greedy to where he's just going to give those contract extensions to any and everybody, and some of these any and everybody's have not worked their ass off to right. get these contracts. Right. But it, and all it, of that. It is also just because I think the drugs start to take an effect now. Yeah, and that's another problem. Like the minute that you got pulled over by the police and you had about five thousand dollars in cash and some drugs on you, 
that's when things changed. That's when it was like, you know what? Even though that you made the effort to, you know, go to rehab and all of that, you still got to go. You still have to, you really have to make a decision about about some of these things. And being an old enough NFL team, it's not your, it's not your suit anymore. That's just me and my personal opinion. But before we get out of here, before we get out of here, Darren, I want to share something really, really quick. There's um on the NFL uh, website, there has been a history of running back holdouts that has happened since, I believe, 1981. And I want to read through this real quick. I'm just going to name the player and the team and the year. John Riggins from the then Washington Redskins in 81. Eric Dickerson is on this list twice. Once with the then Los Angeles Rams in 85. And then with the Colts in 1990. Note the owner. Anyway. Jim Irsay, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Or uh, Robert Irsay, I'm sorry. Robert Irsay was. Oh, that's right. Er- Jim Irsay didn't take over till when? After his father died. And I think oh. it was in 97. 97. I think it was 97. Now, I could be wrong. I'm not. I've not paid attention to that. Exactly. Yes. That's us. I haven't. I could be 100% wrong. Emmett Smith with the, uh, the Cowboys in 93. Jamal Anderson with the Falcons in 99. Girl, these are all running backs that did good their previous years. Yeah. And you're not sure even through the list. I'm almost done. I know, but still, you're not even through the list yet. <laughs> yeah. And I just exactly noticed right. a distinction right off the bat. These are you all the notice- that did good right off their, you know, previous season. And, and there's something else to it. Hang on. Marshall Falk with the St. Louis Rams in 99. Corey Dillon with the Bengals in 2000. Larry Johnson with the Chiefs in 2007. So far, you're right. These are people that are successful with their uh, after their previous seasons. Steven Jackson with the St. Louis Rams in 2008. Chris Johnson with the Titans in 2011. And then the last one is Maurice Jones-Drew, the Jaguars in 2012. Of the list that I just read, how many of them are white? I, one. I was about to say I, it has to be the dude that was the uh dead John Riggins. Mm-hmm. John Riggins. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. John Riggins. The only one that is white in this one. A lot of people will say, well, why would you bring an issue to racial statitude on these type of sporting uh sporting venues? What's the problem with that? When people see African-American people become successful, they become a threat. They become a sincere threat. Uh, Excuse me, but say a lot of for the people in the back. (laughs) Yes, that's that's just that's just straight up true. It's they they become a threat. Yes, they come. They become a threat. That's the problem. You know, a lot of people don't want to see black people 
succeed. And on top of that, and you know when they succeed, you gotta pay them. You gotta pay them. You gotta pay them, and they don't like that. No, they'll do that to a right running back in a minute. They'll do it, and I could name a couple of good uh, right running backs without the top, maybe fullbacks. Peyton Hillis, he was one of them. One. John Coon, he was another one. Two. Um, I can't think of his name. I got one. Who you got? Michael Allstott. Mike Allstott, he was another one. Great protector toward Dunn. He was perfect. Perfect. He was perfect. Versatile and everything. He could block and run. He could block. He has block and run. It was, too, it, it, it was like they were, they were probably getting paid. Yeah, they were getting paid. They were. They wouldn't. Who knows? I don't remember, but mostly anybody that are those type of fans, uh, the, the Buccaneers and the uh, Hackers and Oh, I'm pretty sure they know. I'm pretty sure they know. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I just had to name those ones that also been hold, that held out back in the day. And the issues that are occurring right now is a problem. And these are all black running backs. Mm-hmm. None of them are white up to this point. None of them are white. And so far, to everybody that and all the running backs, so far, all up to 81 till now, only one is right, and that's the, and that's the Redskins running back. Mm-hmm. Problem, a big problem. So let's pay these people. They earned it. They earned it. No doubt. Let them get the bag. Yeah. For whatever reason, let's give them the bag and let's see them go to work. Right. Right. They could do better, and they can also provide for their families. But that's all I have. Anything else you want to add to that? Really quick. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it, but the coach did not win to the Buffalo Bills. Ah, uh, go figure. And Anthony 20, Richardson is the starting to, quarterback. Sorry, go ahead. 23 to 19 was the final score. Okay. Anthony Richardson went 7 for 12, 67 yards, and a pick. Yeah. And they still named him the uh, starting quarterback. Quarterback for week one. Yep. Gardner Minshew, 6 for 6, 72 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. Got two sacks for 11 yards. Going back to the offensive lineman. I know this is just a preseason. It's just the fact. This has been the problem. Sam Ellinger with 8 for 9, 72 yards. One sack, 7 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. The only touchdown came from uh, Jake Funk. The running back. Hmm. Interesting. I couldn't figure it. Matt Barkley went 14 for 15, 172 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. He played that damn long? Yep. 14 for 15, 172 yards, two touchdowns. Only one sack. You know what that says right there. They already know who their quarterback's going to be for week one. So let's just go ahead and play the rest of them. We're just going to see who's going to be the backup quarterback. This is what this is about. That's exactly what that's about. They already know what's happening there. He, Matt Barkley, literally not only took control, he definitely made sure that he had time of possession, too. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Because no Buffalo Bills player ran over 20, 25 yards. Wow. Yeah, this is really all about the battle of the second-string quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, for that for that game, Lord knows what the next game is going to be about. Oh, gosh. Tell me about it. And I think they... 
think they face off. I want to say against the. Uh, I'll find out really quick. Um, look at the Bears. Yep. Is that yeah. the Buffalo Bills? Nope. The Bears. They facing off against the. Bears. Not the. No, who is the Bills or the Coats? The Coats. Oh, okay. They're facing off against the Bears on the nineteenth. Saturday. Not Saturday. Yeah, I just looked on the calendar. I can look too. Are you were trying to double check? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> like, damn, you double checking me? Yeah, don't I always fact check you? Yeah, not even I just looked at the calendar. I looked up at the calendar and I said, like, okay, okay that's Saturday. I was looking at the same time you was. I had already looked. That's okay. We can go back on this. It's all for film, big dog. We can we can look. <laughs> yeah, we can look back on the film all we want. I know, right? Crazy. Yeah, but that's all I have, Daryl. That's all you have. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and get on out of here. I appreciate we appreciate all the love that's been sending to us. Um, you go ahead and give this video a like, you subscribe to our channel, like, share our videos, all that good stuff, and you catch our podcast on Anchor and also the video podcast here on YouTube. But until catch then, I'm our gaming. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've made some hits on the gaming, uh, gaming content, so yeah, check that out too. It's here on YouTube and check our channel that they, yeah, yeah, we have some. We may not have the best of the gaming content, but we have some gaming content, so check that out. No Please check that out. But until then, I'm Daryl. Darren's right across from me. Yep. All right, that's it from us. We're out of here. Catch up with us on another one. But until then, ciao. Ciao.